The high school football season is nearing, so the high school playbook returns. We go around the Upper Cumberland and visit with all of the area coaches right now. Welcome back on the high school playbook. Joined now by head coach Adam Kane of the Upperman Bees football program. Coach, 12-2 a year ago, 5-0 in region play. You make it to the 4A semifinals where you play a really good Elizabethan team. Fall 23-6, but I got to start there. How fun was last season for you and the team? <laughs> Well, it's obviously, you know, I mean, football is one of those sports that's really not any fun unless you're winning. So, um, yeah, I mean, we we had a we had a good time, a, a good group of guys, and uh, you know, we got kind of finally got on track, especially on the offensive side of the ball, at the right time, and uh, you know, we're able to make some noise. And I I don't think there's any more cool feeling or neat feeling for you know a football team than to you know get on a run in the playoffs and you know just to keep advancing and and that sort of thing so uh it, it was neat um you know unfortunately a lot of those guys are gone and uh you know we're gonna have to this team uh, uh is gonna have to kind of forge its own identity and its own path so Kind of going off of that, you mentioned the young guys coming back. And do you think maybe that loss in the semifinals was almost a motivator heading into the offseason saying, you know, we've already gotten there, but we think we can get past this spot? Yeah, it definitely was. That kind of was our 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 thing that we talked about and, and uh, you know, wanting to, you know, to get over the hump, so to speak, and you know, you hear all your detractors and your naysayers and, and, and people that just want to, um, you know, constantly talk bad about your program that, that instead of, um, you know, instead of celebrating a, you know, a 14 game season, a 12 win season, um, they want to talk about the, you know, the fact that, that, you know, two out of the last four years, we've been beat in the semifinals and, you know, the coach can't win the big game and the players aren't prepared and so on and so forth. And, you know, maybe Upperman will, won't be able to ever do this and do that. I mean, we hear all that stuff and, and, uh, you know, these are competitive kids and, and it does motivate them. Um, but I think something we've run into is, you got to be careful. Uh, you know, each, each year brings its own challenges and, and, uh, situations and, uh, you know, op opponents are not, you know, standing pat. They're, they're trying to get better as well. I think, you know, we, we had a scrimmage, uh, Tuesday evening, uh, Smith County come up here. They're, they're, they're a really good football team. I think they finished uh, re really strong last year, but they come up here and kind of punched us in the mouth a little bit. And, um, you know, instead of uh, competing like, you know, we should have just been doing, we were, we acted like we were a little bit offended that they wanted to compete. And um, so it really kind of made me reevaluate what my mindset was and, and, and not, I don't think, I don't think uh, this program's at the point where you can just assume you're going to be back in the, you know, in the playoffs or, or the second, third, fourth round or what, or whatever. I mean, we, we still have to come to work every day 
and, uh, you know, humble ourselves and make sure that we're, you know, re- respecting the game and respecting opponents. And, um, you know, the number one goal is, is to, is to compete. And, um, yes, we all want to win. Yes. We all want to win state championships. But at the end of the day, if you're not comp- uh, competing every single down, um, there's people going to, you know, get after you and, uh, and they're going to, you know, kind of rain on your parade a little bit. So it kind of grounded me a little bit more. I'm not looking at the big picture stuff. Um, and I'm trying to impress that upon my team, um, that, you know, people are going to, you know, people are going to give us their best shot. And, uh, we, we need to be ready to, you know, defend what's ours. And, uh, and, and, and so we, we've kind of taken on a little bit more of a day-to-day approach uh, as this season draws near and, uh, you know, and, and try to hopefully become a little bit more of a humble football team. We're talking with head coach Adam Kane right here on the high school playbook of the Upperman Bees football program, the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, uh, you've got a lot of returning talent. Obviously, you lose Ty Duchess, your quarterback, and also ran mm-hmm. a lot last year. But you bring back a couple of other 1,000-yard rushers and Jackson Rollins and Terrence Dedman. But aside from those two, who else is going to be making an impact for you guys this year? Yeah, so far, you know, we've had some really good play, dynamic play from Clayton Harris. Um, you know, he's been a a starter for us since his freshman year. He's a defensive end and, and, and a tight end. And, um, you know, his, he's always been a guy that kind of stands out, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just, um, kind of impressed upon him to become more of a consistent player. And, uh, he seems to have taken that to heart, gotten himself in the best shape of his life and is, is doing a good job. So, I'm excited to see, uh, you know, the season for him, um, you know, staying across the front, you know, Evan Briggs is another kid who's, um, started since his freshman year here and, uh, you know, is a two way guy and, and, uh, he's kind of transformed his body a little bit and, and, uh, gotten himself in, in really good shape and he's playing good ball. Um, you know, so, those guys kind of stand out to me. Um, you know, I, I'm always kind of looking in the trenches, and so I'm I'm really interested to see how our offensive line uh, and and defensive lines uh, come around. And and so, you know, we got some talented kids up there. I just hope that you know we can be ready to go earlier this year than we were last year. You know, it just, it just took us a while last year to get going offensively. And with our schedule, you know, 6A Cookville first game, I mean, that's always a difficult deal for us. And so if we're going to be, you know, if we're going to be able to compete with these guys, we've got to uh, start being able to execute on a higher level. That's head coach Adam Kane with the Upperman Bees football program right here on the high school playbook. And he just mentioned who they got first game, and they actually get one of the first games of the whole high school football season. They're taking on Cookville at Tech, and that'll be one of those Thursday games this year. That'll be coming up on the 18th. Coach Kane, we appreciate the time. Look forward to talking to you throughout the year. 
Hey, I appreciate it. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. Joined now by head coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs football program in his first season with the team, inheriting a successful program from a year ago that went 10-2, 2-1 in region play and fell in the second round of the 1A state playoffs to the eventual state champion in South Pitt. And that's kind of where I wanted to start it off, Coach. You're getting here in your first year, inheriting a really successful club. What excites you the most about this team? Well, you know, I think just thing that excites me the most is these young men that get out here and, and watch them work and how hard they work each day when we go out and, and their attitudes. They they, they want to win. Uh, they want to be successful. And, and that, to a coach, that is so encouraging to see these young men that, that have that, that attitude and, and, and that desire to, to uh, you know, be, be, be good. What was that process like for you? I know when we had talked a couple of weeks ago, you had mentioned that, how you're still trying to learn everybody's name as well. What what has this transition been like for you in Salina? Well, it's been great. The people have been great here. They they all uh, want to contribute in some form or fashion, and, and it's been super uh, parents and, and, and just the, the people in general. And, and they want these kids to do well and be, be successful. And and that is just a, a great plus for our program. Coach, as you've gone through this offseason work, you've instilled some workouts, some practices. What has impressed you most about this team? Well, the thing is, number one is their work, work ethic. Uh, they do work hard every day, and they've done everything we've asked them to. It's very respectful. Um, you know, and that, that's always big. And the other thing is, we're extremely athletic. Uh, we got some kids who. Uh, returners from last season who who are extremely athletic and do a, do some phenomenal things during practice and uh you, you think you look out there you think wow did he really just do that you know but those kids uh, are, are great they've got some young kids who are athletic also and so the skill kids here at clay county are, are really good and, and uh we just gotta keep building from that and, and get get better and bigger and stronger up front we're talking with head coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs football program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach Lamb in his first season with the Clay County Bulldogs as they'll get ready in just a couple of weeks to take on Jackson County on the road. Coach, when you inherit a team as good as this one, do you come in and immediately implement your system or do you try and mesh yours to what they've already been doing well? Well, we, you got to fit the kids. I mean, it's, I can... I've been around long enough that even when I was at Livingston Academy, we, you know, I was there for 13 years. We changed things to fit the kids. So, you know, we, we had to change what we do just to fit this program and, and what, what the great skills of these kids. And, and it's been, it's been a very, uh, uh, very good learning process for us all. You've mentioned how the work ethic is really good. It seems like the skilled players are pretty good. They're very athletic. What What do you think is going to be one of their stronger points offensively this season? I, I just we have a lot of weapons, um, and and I think that's going to be great that we can we you know we can give it to some of the kids on the outside. We can give it to our tailback. We got two quarterbacks that can run. Uh, both of them can throw. I mean. Um, we we have we're very versatile in what we can do and and uh, you know I got a, a couple of coaches here uh, uh, I say a couple and four coaches who are very capable of calling offense or calling defense and or being a head coach so I, I'm very tickled with that and and I think that's a uh, a big plus for us. 
Now, defensively, this was a really good ball club a year ago, only allowed about 12 points a game and had quite a few shutouts throughout the season as well. What do they do so well defensively, and what are you going to try to help them with a little bit as they go into this year? <laughs> I just don't want to screw it up, man. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Uh, now, uh, Coach Dickerson is back, and he did a phenomenal job with those guys. Coach Carl Ledbetter is with him, and we've added Coach Jimmy Maynard and, and Coach uh, – uh, Wilson Cates and those guys are just doing a great job working with that defense and just fine tuning things. And, and, uh, you know, last year, Coach Dixon did a super, super job with those guys. And to watch him go out here and coach and teach these kids techniques and, and different reads, it's just, it's just phenomenal to watch that because it's, this is stuff that you would see in older kids. And I'm talking about in, in the next level type kids and, and they're learning this stuff at the high school level and it's very impressive. Coach, i got to ask about Coach Maynard. You just dropped his name right there. Of course, the Cookville head coach for a long time, and then he stepped away from that program, and it sounds like he's joined your staff. How how big of an asset is he going to be this year? Well, it's huge. You know, he, he's a uh, he's a phenomenal coach with 42 years of experience, and, you know, he and I have been friends for a long time and have been foes for a long time. You know, we we coached against each other a whole lot, and, and – uh, I'm just tickled that he is here with us, and I feel very blessed that he has brought his experience here with these young men, and it, it shows every day. Uh, you know, he gets out here, and, it, you know, I, he's he's retired now, but you know what? I, to watch him, you'd think he's a 30-year-old man out here <laughs> doing what he does, and it's very impressive to watch him and very inspiring to me. Well, you've talked about some of the coaches you got on the staff. Tell me about some of the players who are going to be making an impact this year. Well, you know, it's hard to start with just one. Uh, we, we have so many, you know, uh, we got Keaton Arms who will be our starting quarterback. He's a senior. Um, you know, he's had some injury problems over the last couple of years and, uh, you know, never got to finish the full season. So we're hoping we can keep him healthy, big, strong kid. Um, Joseph Markham is our running back. Um, he, he's, uh, he's got it all. He's got great balance. He's got power. He's got speed. Um, just very fun to watch him play. Um, you know, on the outside, we got, uh, Alec Kerr, Jimmy, um, Burchett, uh, Weston Birdwell. Um, and then, you know, we got Nate Adams who can play quarterback, come on and play quarterback last year. And he's a phenomenal athlete and, and can play wide receiver too. And, you know, those guys are there. And then you got, uh, big John Hamilton that's going to play tight end. Um, you know, those guys are just, we got so many weapons, you know, with those guys up front, uh, those guys on the outside and in the middle, and then you got some seniors that are will be playing in, uh, on the offensive line. When you got um, Levi Garrett who plays guard, um, you got um, Stone Lynn, you got Hayden McGee, um, you got uh, Hunter Kyle, and I got a young man named. Um, Wyatt Browning, who's come out this year, who's the basketball player and mm-hmm. come out and has been phenomenal so far. And, you know, we've got some other kids that's stepping up and doing well also. So, you know, those are the kind of kids that you're going to hear every Friday night and, and, and you hear their names a lot. And those guys are going to, going to be, mean a lot to this football team. There's head coach Bruce Lamb in the first year with the Clay County Bulldogs football program. They're getting ready to take on Jackson County on the road coming up on the 19th, the first week of the football season. And you heard him here right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. I look forward to talking to you in the near future. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. 
Welcome back on the High School Playbook, joined now by head coach Dale Flatt of the Livingston Academy Wildcats football program. Coach, obviously a little bit of a struggle last year, couldn't find a win. However, a very young team, your first year back with the program. Just kind of take me through, were you able to kind of look back on it and pull some positives from last year? I think so. Uh, you know, we got the same, pretty much the same group with with the exception of three uh, that we had last year. And, and uh, you know, looking at that group, of course, they're young, uh, not much experience. They've got experience now. Uh, we spent a year in the weight room, uh, you know, conditioning, things like that. I think, uh, I think you'll see an improved team with that bunch. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, them getting the experience, I, I know they didn't get the experience with wins, but they – they got experience with playing, and and I think they'll go a long ways. Coach, obviously you've had experience before in coaching, but you finally got back into the head coaching position with Livingston. What what was that adjustment like for yourself? Well, it's of course I had I've got out of coaching for about three years, and uh, uh, coming back in and coming back in as a head coach, uh, you know I'm I'm not a big fan of the paperwork. Teachers, <laughs> I, I I just soon not do that, but. But that's uh, something important to do, and and uh, I, you know I, I didn't care much for that. But I really enjoyed coming back into the coaching, and, and uh, you know I uh, whenever I had to get out of coaching, I told uh, I, I I told someone I said you know I said that's what I went to school for, that's what I've wanted to do my whole life, and and I pretty much done it my whole life except for the last three years, and, and I'm just tickled to death to be back in it. Coach, you've had a, a whole off season to help those kids to get in the weight room, like you had mentioned, to get some time on the field when you guys are able to to find a field to get on as well. As you guys are going to have a new stadium for this season, but take me through the off season. What's it been like, and, and what's impressed you the most throughout this off season? I think the biggest thing, uh, looking at uh, where they started at and where they finished at. Uh, we had, I, I'm wanting to say, our strongest bench when we first started during the off season was maybe 245. Uh, we had our strongest bench when we ended and, and went into summer practice and things like that was 315. Wow. And uh, I just, I, I'm tickled to death the way they have gained. Uh, a lot of these kids, they'll last with us. And then they'll go lift on their own, you know, whenever they get home. And, and I think they've really bought into the weightlifting and, and getting stronger and, and and making their sales better. And, and, you know, that's that's the biggest positive that I've seen. Uh, of course, you know, I, I think that helps in, in making them a better ball player. Um, you know, I... I you know, you can you can only make yourself so much stronger. You can always make yourself so much faster. But uh, any anywhere you can improve yourself, uh, I think these kids have bought into it, and I think they've they've tried the very best that they can. We're talking with head coach Dale Flat of the Livingston Academy Wildcats football program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders as we continue our high school football preview with football coming up in just a couple of weeks on the 18th and 19th here in August. 
Coach, this is an exciting time for Livingston Academy. Yes, it was a little bit of a struggle last year. However, we have already talked about it. This is a young team that it sounds like is completely bought in. You have a new stadium that's being built right now and is going to be hopefully ready for the season once that does come around. What is the buzz like around the program right now? You know, I think the the, the kids, of course, they've been noticing that the, the stadium's been kind of a mess uh, all year last year and, and through the winter this this year, I don't think they realize how nice it's going to be, how big it's going to be. Uh, you know, when new things go up on the stadium, uh, like our scoreboard or, or something, you know, they, they come to me and they said, wow, look how big that is, you know, or, or you know, they, they come to me and, and tell me things like that. Uh, of course, out in the community, uh, people ask me, they said, well, is it going to be ready? And I said, yep, it's going to be ready. And, and they look at me, yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't believe that it is, but, uh, we, uh, we, it's supposed to be done, uh, the day of our first home game. Hmm. And because of it being so close like that, we went ahead and, and made our first home game at tech That's against Kuvel. Mm-hmm. and uh, we made that game at Tech, but then our next home game will be at that new stadium. And we're actually, uh, the people that's going to run the lights, they're getting the the uh, the thing to uh, to work the lights and learn how to work that, and uh, we're getting people ready to uh, run the the video board up on the scoreboard. And, and, and I think it's, you know, I think more uh, excitement maybe uh, around the school and around the kids than I see maybe around the community, I think. Coach, uh, let's talk about the team a little bit. We've mentioned how young they are, and a lot of guys got some experience last year. Who are going to be some of the guys that are, that are going to make an impact coming up this year? Well, you know, I, I hate to leave out anybody. I don't have anybody's name in front of me, but, uh, you know, I – we have just about our whole uh, offensive line, our whole, uh, you know, backs, receivers back. We have everybody back. We have our, uh, you know, defensively, we have just about the whole team back. Uh, some guys that, uh, that you know, come to mind to me right now, uh, you know, I, uh, Nathan Hargis played uh, center. He, he's there again this, uh, this year, you know, and doing a great job. And I, I think becoming a leader. Uh, you know, and Brody Coffey's our quarterback, and uh, and I've I've watched him in seven on sevens, and I've watched him grow as a player, uh, get a lot better. We have Nathan Kogel that we could put probably at any position and play, and uh, does a does a great job for us. Um, thinking of some others, I've got uh, Cam Jackson at linebacker, got Lachlan Hammock at linebacker, and and running back. Uh, you know, two good, solid players. Uh, I wish I could think of every one of them's name, but just right offhand, uh, it's not coming to mind. But those are a few that uh, that stand out to me right now. Uh, you know, I I, I think uh, you know having a, a team that uh, that was pretty much the same last year, and, and you know, is it, it, it going to be the same this year? Uh, I think as far as experience, I think uh, I think you'll see a difference in them. I really do. 
Coach, what do you think that difference is going to be? Obviously, it's going to be a new stadium, so that'll be a little bit different. But in terms of the play on the field, what what do you think the fans are going to notice the most? You know, by staying with them all year long, uh, you know, I was looking kind of down to them, now I'm looking up at them. <laughs> uh, they've grown, you know, and, and you think about them, they were freshmen and sophomore last year. we got eight seniors right now. Uh, so, you know, it, it, they're, they've grown a lot. You know, they're, they're a lot bigger team than what they was last year. That's head coach Dale Flat with the Livingston Academy Wildcats football program right here on the high school playbook. Coming up in just a couple of weeks, they will travel to White County for the first game of the season on the 19th. Coach, we appreciate the time. Look forward to talking to you throughout the season. Well, thank you. Look back here on the high school playbook. Joined now by head coach Sean Loftus of the Jackson County Blue Devils football program. Coach, uh, last year just a smidge under 500, but you did go two and two in region play. Made the first round of the two A playoffs before you fell to a good Waverly football team. Take me through. What'd you think of last year's team and performance? Uh, you know, I thought last year's uh, you know team, uh, you know, going into a lot of unknowns. You know, moving up classification. Uh, playing in a region where, you know, a couple of our opponents, three of our opponents were, you know, teams at schools that we didn't even know anything about. Uh, but I thought, you know, as the year went along, I thought we got better, uh, you know, as a football team. I thought we competed. Um, and, you know, it was just one of those teams, you know, we only had 24 kids on our roster. And so when you look across the way and, Everybody had 65 plus kids. Um, you know, it was just I, I was I was really pleased. You know, you you look at a season when you go four and six. Not all everybody looks at that as a as a positive thing. And uh, the way I looked at it, I mean, I was extremely proud and pleased with our kids. Um, you know, just because I knew the you know the toughness uh, having to play in all three phases and uh, that they that they showed. And I thought you know they uh, you know I thought we uh, kind of. I wouldn't say overachieved, but, uh, you know, there was a couple of games to where, you know, we just ran out of bodies, I felt like. Coach, how tough was that to manage? You mentioned how many players you had on the roster last year with just 24 of them. Obviously, you need at least 22 or at least 11 guys to play two sides of the ball, but how tough was it to manage just to make sure everybody was conditioned enough and make sure they didn't get hurt? <laughs> well, it's... You know, you just you just put them out there and just hope that uh, you know that they make it through. That's all you can do. I mean, even though we had 24, uh, you know, literally we just played. I don't know, 14, 15 kids all night long, and just hope that uh, uh, you know they we did the best we possibly could. You know, in the weight room and and things like that, in order to, to keep them as healthy as possible. And you know, we did some things in practice. I mean, I was you know with when you got. 50, 45, 50 kids. I mean, you can go out and beat and bang on you know Monday through through Wednesday and stuff during practice. But uh, you know, we just kind of had to keep practice as light as we possibly could because we wanted to get those kids to Friday night and not uh, and you know and we knew they were going to be banged up and and stuff. And I, like I said, I mean, those kids that I had last year, especially those seniors that. Uh, um, you know, our leaders, and, you know, I had 10 of those kids, and, and all 10 of those kids contributed. A lot of them played on both sides or in three phases, uh, and and it, it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough because you, you look after somebody gets beaten, banged, and, or they need a break, and I'm like, guys, there is nobody, you know, <laughs> you know so they understood that. Uh, but, uh, you know, you'd look out there and we'd be somebody holding the shoulder or something like that. Now, if it was – 
you know, pretty bad, they'd go down, but, you know, a lot of them just toughed it out. And, and that goes a, a long way whenever you're talking about uh, these young men. Coach, what's it look like this year? What are the numbers like? Are they a little bit better than the 24 from last year? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're sitting here at around 35 right now. Um, you, know, I, you know, we started spring with a little bit more than we started spring in the 40s. Uh, but whenever, you know, through the summer and, you know, going through uh, practices and things like that, we've dwindled down. We've lost some kids. But, uh, you know, we're looking at around 35 kids right now. And uh, we are a we're going to be a deeper team, uh, but, uh, you know, we still have a lot of unknowns with some of these kids that are coming in and filling some of these spots. We're talking with head coach Sean Loftus of the Jackson County Blue Devils football program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you mentioned some of the seniors, 10 seniors from last year, a little bit more players this year, but it's going to be tough to fill the roles of those 10 seniors. Who is going to be stepping up and trying to fill those roles this year? Uh, you know, Braylon Marcy, I feel like, is one of our leaders. Uh, he'll be kind of called on on both sides of the ball at, at running back and, and inside linebacker. Uh, we had a, uh, a a new a new player for us, which will be a senior and has played basketball for three years. Jordan Arroyo will be a, a big plus for us to have on both sides of the ball. Uh, Hayden Stacy, who just started playing last year, uh, he, he's also a senior, and you know he'll be taking on a larger role. Uh, and you got Ty, you know, kids like Ty Robbins, who's been in the program now for four years, who's 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 played and started on on one or both sides of the ball for the last three years. Um, you know, uh, list kind of goes on and on. We got a lot of new kids, new faces, uh, some kids that maybe not have played over the last couple of years. But, uh, you know, like I said, I mean, we're, we're just hoping in the next couple of weeks to be able to, you know, knock the rust off some of these kids and, uh, and get them into the, you know, football mentality. Coach, you had mentioned the region a little earlier on, and I want to get into that a little bit. A brand-new region for you guys last year, and not only was it a brand-new region, it's brand-new kind of parts of the state. I mean, you have East Nashville, Maplewood, Smith County, and Stratford. Now you have seen them at least once for the last season now you get to at least a little bit more chance to prepare for them do you feel like you're a little more prepared going into region play this year i feel i feel like we are uh in some instances but in some we're not i mean just because we we did lose you know 10 kids that uh you know saw a lot of playing time last year so those that were here last year uh playing in that tough region made us a better football team overall uh and you know those you know you when you talk East Nashville, Stratford, and Maplewood, and Smith County. I mean, you've got a lot of athletes on the field, uh, a lot of big kids that can run too. Uh, and you know, and it was it just made us made our program better. Um, and you know, I just feel like you know, uh, you know, I, I do think that we um, we're not going to kind of go in some games kind of shell shocked with with the speed factor. Uh, we we understand you know that. You know they're probably going to be faster than us. We just got to take better angles or something like that. So I just don't. I think that uh, you know having seen it last year, I will we'll be a little bit easier on our kids for this season. Coach, what style of football can fans expect to see from the Jackson County Blue Devils this year? Well, I, you know, obviously, you know, it's high school football, and you got to be able to run the ball, and you've got to be able to stop the run. So uh, you know, I hope that we bring a um, you know exciting uh, style to where. You know, a physicality uh, with us as well on offense and defense. 
but you know when it's all said and done, you you do have to be able to run, and you've got to start start uh, stop the run as well. And so, uh, you know, it's gonna we're gonna you know do or die with those kids up front, and uh, you know, and so that's we're 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 a lot more. Uh, we have a lot more kids up front than we've had in the past that we can kind of move some kids in and out and give some kids some breaks. So hopefully they'll just play play longer uh, periods of time. And, uh, you know, I'm excited about this kid, this this group, and in hopes of we kind of will, uh, you know, run to the football on defense and create turnovers and stuff and, 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 uh, and hopefully, you know, win some ball games. That's head coach Sean Loftus with the Jackson County Blue Devils football program right here on the high school playbook. They'll get ready to take on Clay County at home in just a couple of weeks on the 19th. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Look forward to talking to you throughout the season. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Welcome back here on the high school playbook. Joined now by head coach Scott Hughes of the Monterey Wildcats football program. Coach, a really successful season last year, 6-5, and 3-1 and one in region play. You fall to a really good Hampton team who went on to the championship game. And I was looking at your schedule. You had four regular season losses, all of those losses by seven points or less. And I kind of want to start right there. What was your assessment from last season? Well, you know, obviously wasn't the result that we wanted. And, and, you know, when you, you know, like you said, you bring up the fact we had four regular season losses by by seven points, you know, being the, the max. And, and, you know, all of those games that we lost in the regular season were the great football teams. Um, you know, looking back on it, when you when you look at our losses, um, you know, one region loss, uh, which cost us an outright region championship, but it was to a great Oneida team that was in the quarterfinals. Um, you know, we lose to uh, Bledsoe County, who was a playoff team on the road. Uh, you know, both of those were road games. Uh, we lost to Stone Memorial, who's a 4A team, by one point on the road. Um, and we had one home loss, who, uh, you know, was to Waverly, which at, at the time we played them was ranked number four in the state in 3A. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like we, we were losing to bad competition or we were we were losing, you know, games by – uh, blowouts. You know, we were competing at a high level. We were competing with great football teams that are well coached and have great, great men of character coaching them. And and you know, so you put your athletes in a situation to go compete at a high level. And and in those games, you know, there there's always that chance that you're going to lose. And uh, you know, we talk about it. We're we're going to always take those comp- competition games, and we're going to take games against schools that are bigger than us. And sometimes it may not go out in our in our favor, but we hope that our young men, win or lose, take something from that game, and it makes us better in the region games, and it makes us better in the postseason. We're talking with head coach Scott Hughes of the Monterey Wildcats football program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. we got week one of high school football coming up in just a couple of weeks on August 19th, that first Friday. Coach, you mentioned being able to control what you can control. Well, the whole offseason, you can pretty much control that with workouts, practices, and such like that. What have you liked from your team's work this offseason? Well, you know, our dedication is is top-notch. Um, you know, when you go back, uh, very few guys have missed workouts, and, and the young men that have missed workouts, uh, you know, going back even into, you know, early December, uh, have been very mature, and, and we've known ahead of time, uh, you know, whether it was a sickness or a doctor's appointment or whatever it is, they've been very responsible. And, uh, you know, we preach that in our program, being responsible um, and, and, you know, taking that initiative 
to be a young adult. And, and when we have our parent meetings, you know, I tell our parents, hey, you know, if your child has to be out, I want to hear from them. If, if you as a parent have to miss work, your child don't get to call in um, for you. So we want them to take the responsibility and the initiative to reach out to us and say, hey, Coach, I've got a doctor's appointment or whatever it may be. And, and this group, uh, including our incoming freshmen, have been very, very good about that. So I've been in, I've been impressed by that. Um the dedication level, though, I mean, these guys have, have shown up every day uh, and and really put some time in, and so I've been very impressed by that. And and I've, the 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 big thing that I see is the the cohesiveness of our team. Um, you know, yeah, grade levels obviously they run together sometimes, uh, but I see the intertwining of of grade levels and. You're seeing different grade levels running with each other. You're seeing different position groups hanging out, and and that's always a positive when you're looking at your team chemistry. Coach, uh, let's talk about the team a little bit that you got coming up this year. You lose Chandler Bowden, a big piece to the offense last year, but it looks like you're returning quite a bit of production, including Mason Bowman, who had a really good year running the ball, among some other things last year. Who else are going to be making some impacts for you on both sides of the ball? Well, you know, our, our senior class kind of leads us right now. And, and you know, you name Mason. Uh, obviously, Matthew Montgomery is a guy that we count on a lot. Michael Allred and Eli Sailors are, are two young men that uh, probably are now looking at starting over 30 games in our program in their careers. Um, you know, a, a young man, Aiden Reagan, will be a junior who has played a tremendous amount of football for us already. Uh, you know, up front on, on both sides of the ball, you know, we kind of go with our catalyst, James Henry and Hudson Thompson, two seniors that have played a bunch. Uh, you know, a young man, Colt Elrod, started for us as a freshman. Uh, we've got some newcomers that are that are starting to make their way in our program. Uh, you know, Logan Montgomery and Colin Fowler, uh, Cole Bowman, those guys are starting to uh, kind of go to the forefront of what we do. And, and we'll be counted on each and every Friday night. And, and there's a whole long list of guys. I'm sure I've left a bunch out. Um, but those are some guys that are sticking out to us right now. You had mentioned Oneida earlier on a little bit briefly, how competitive they were. Just as a region in Region 2-2A, you got Oneida, you guys, and Rockwood, who all went 3-1 and one last year. How competitive is this region that you guys are in? Oh, it, it's it's to me it, it's a dogfight every Friday night. I mean, you you name Oneida and Rockwood, you can't leave York and Wartburg mm-hmm. out. Uh, York's a tremendous football team. Uh, obviously, Coach Wright is back at the helm in in uh, Jamestown, and so anytime he's coaching, you know they're they're going to be different than what anybody expects. Uh, there's a reason why he's back coaching, and uh, he does a phenomenal job, and uh, he'll he'll put them on a whole nother level. Uh, as he's always done. I mean, you just look at his body of work um, and and you look at his coaching uh, career, um, you know, he's always won. He's always been successful, and and his teams are known for that. So, you know, when you look at at the the region as a whole, it's really good football. It's traditional football schools. Um, You know, when you you use the word York, Rockwood, Oneida, uh, you know, those names resonate, and, and people have a high respect for their football programs. That's head coach Scott Hughes right here on the high school playbook of the Monterey Wildcats football program. Coach, we appreciate the time as they'll get ready for Cannon County on the road coming up on August 19th. Coach, we appreciate it. I look forward to talking to you again throughout the season. 
Hey, thank you for having me on. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. Joined now by head coach Mark Frazier of the White County Warriors football program. Coach 5-5 five and five a year ago, 1-5 in region play. A really good region. Take me through, you win the last two games of the season. What was your assessment from last season? Well, you know, we didn't reach the goals that we, we set at the beginning. We obviously uh, went back into region play after two years of non-region last year. So that was a big goal for us to make the playoffs. Um, if my history is right, I, I don't think Sparta has ever won a playoff game. So our, we, we had a, you know, we wanted to get in the playoffs and win a playoff game. We didn't achieve that. So was a little disappointing, uh, in that fact, uh, you know, we had some good things happen. Um, as far as in region play, we, we, you know, we just struggled holding on to the football and some things there that I think we can correct. But, uh, you know, it, they were competitive games. I think the kids realize now that we can compete in that region so that was a major step too to just you know the kids to believe and I don't think that's really an issue now as far as that goes so hopefully we can uh you know come out and, and do a little better we, we had a pretty successful you know non-region schedule last year so that was exciting some good wins for the kids and uh so hopefully we can maybe duplicate some of that and uh and just uh, pick up our region play a little bit and maybe be a little more successful there how do you guys build on last season? You guys have kind of been right around 500 the last few seasons, but how do you take that next step, get to 7-3, and three, maybe 8-2, and two, and make the postseason like you had mentioned? Well, I think, you know, I, I've been here. That That's the amount of, I've been here. This, you know, will be my fourth year. And the first year when we took over, you know, we were we were riding a terrible losing streak there, you know, 0-27 or whatever it was. So we we won five games that year and we 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 won them by the hair of our chinny chin chin you guys say <laughs> we we very easily could have lost a couple of those games so they were all close games uh the next year we go five and five and and the five games we won we um you know we won handily and then we were you know real close in two or three others so even though the record was the same it was an improvement to us as far as the coaches go and you know we were a lot more competitive and then last year you know we stepped up uh, in competition so um you know the the five and five there you know we, we played some teams ranked in the top 10 in the state and were competitive in in the fourth quarter with them so even though those records were the same um they weren't really the same as far as the way we played so we felt like we've improved every year and then hopefully this year like you said we can get over that hump and win some of those close games uh against some of those better teams and uh, maybe improve on that record now being in the fourth year, like you had mentioned, and, and just kind of getting that region play under your belt, getting some confidence for you guys, does it feel like the guys and, and you as a coaching staff might have your feet under yourselves as you get ready for this year a little bit better? Well, I, you know, this team, of course, my son's a senior, and that this, we started with him as a freshman, and that group, uh, that senior group there, you know, I've been lucky enough to have been able to coach them uh, along the way, even when they were little, and Several of my coaches coached them when they were in Pee Wees and middle school. And then, you know, so th this team has always been fairly successful all the way through. Uh, so uh, I just think getting them to that spot, you know, as we started out, some of the guys when my first year or two, you know, they had to get to know us as a staff. You know, that takes a little time. Um, so I, I think this group, when you say have their feet under them, has always had that. It's just now they're the team. You know, now it's their team. So um, I, I – I know they'll be confident. I know they've got ability, so we just hope we can put it all together on the field. We're talking with head coach Mark Frazier of the White County Warriors football program right here on the High School Playbook. We're previewing the football season for the upcoming 2022 fall season. 
Let's talk about some of the playmakers. And of course, I got to start with Malachi Dow, a 2,000 yard rusher a year ago, Mr. Football semifinalist. How big of an impact did he make that last year? And do you think he can kind of top that going into this year? When it comes to Malachi, yes. <laughs> I'm never going to doubt him or say you can't do anything. Um, I think the biggest thing for him, though, is, is uh, and I think you asking this, he would tell, tell you, you know, he, he wants to win. Mm. Um, you know, those stats are nice and, and, um, I truly expect him to do that. He was on pace to run for 2000 yards as a sophomore before he hurt his knees. So I, I, you know, fully expect him to be successful, but, uh, the biggest thing for, for Malachi and, you know, for me and for him and for the team is to, to get wins under their belt. He's going to do some things this year that we've probably not asked him to before, as far as playing a lot more defense and some special teams and, you know, not coming off the field as much and, think he's embraced that and that's uh you know that's what this team's about is getting getting the w so yeah the, the stats will come for him i have no doubt he'll he'll do his thing and he, he's a spectacular football player he's fun to watch nobody has seen him play it's worth taking a trip out to watch him run the ball it's fun i've been been a joy as a coach to sit there on the sidelines and you kind of expect it from him. now i tell people i'm not surprised really anymore when he does that stuff because you know I've seen him since he's little. He's done it. You know, I'm surprised when he doesn't. <laughs> I'm more surprised <laughs> when he doesn't do something spectacular. And such a good kid. He's got a level uh, head on his shoulders and uh, a good team player. Very humble. Um, so, uh, you know, am I excited to watch him play? But, yeah, I think he'll say like we all. We just want to get some W's. That makes sense. Who, who else outside of Malachi do you think is going to step up and make a difference this year? Uh, well, we've got several guys. Uh, you know, Garrett Johnson is our – you know, middle linebacker, he's really worked hard this offseason. He had a knee injury last year as well, so he'll be back full full speed. He kind of, you know, quarterback of the defense. Um, my son is Bray Frazier, and uh, his running buddy there is Connor Bruinton. They both play defensive end for us. They're, uh, I look for a big year from them. They've kind of been the leaders. They've, they've had a good offseason, getting stronger. Jalen Hanna's a three technique. He's a senior coming back. Rylan Bumbleo is a one technique. He's a senior coming back. So, um, excited to see Nate Mullins is also a senior. He's kind of had some injury bug issues the last two years, really had a good fall camp so far. Uh, and he'll be a linebacker running back, you know, as far as him and Malachi in the backfield together. So, uh, offensive line wise, we've got, uh, Hayden Bilbrey coming back as a senior and Kobe Jones is a senior. So, uh, even outside, um, Thomas Paul plays basketball. A lot of people know him as a mm-hmm. basketball player. He's kind of, Really embraced the the off season and getting stronger and ready to have a big year this year. Jaden Simpson, another senior out there as well. So, a, a lot of um, senior leadership. It's been fun for me because you know it's a little easier when they know what to do and know you know they know what I expect from them and that they all have had a, a good off season. So we're excited about the season. We just you know hope like we've said many times here we can put it together out there on the field. Coach, you mentioned fall camp in that answer, and I wanted to ask about that. How has the preseason gone so far? Are you liking what you're seeing from the guys in the first couple of weeks? Uh, we do, and you know, we do things a little different here than I would say most schools. We don't go, uh, you know, what I would call old school three days and beat the fire out of them for a few weeks. We 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 take a little different approach, um, kind of try to build to the crescendo for the first game. So. What we do is try to get a lot of mental reps and, and do some things, helmets only, and, you know, try to, to mentally know where we need to go. I've, I've been really pleased with it. We've got some serious growth that we need to take on the offensive line specifically, and I've got some young guys in the secondary as well. So those guys are, are getting better. We're nowhere close to there yet. We've still got many strides to go. So, uh, But 
but I've seen improvement. Um, so so far, so good. It's, it's been good. It's what we expect from them. Uh, like I said, like I'm sure every coach in the state, we're, we're nowhere where we need to be, but it's uh, it's gaining on it. So uh, we'll, we'll see if those guys can continue to improve. There's head coach Mark Frazier with the White County Warriors football program right here on the high school playbook. They're getting ready to take on the Livingston Wildcats in week one of the high school football season coming up in just a couple of weeks. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. I look forward to catching up with you each week throughout the season. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us this week on the High School Playbook. We return next week, same time, same spot, and preview the rest of the coaches in the Upper Cumberland.